Hello, hello, hello. Monday morning. Monday morning when all the possibilities are possible. They sure are. We are here, David Mustard and Jenny. Mustard. Mustard. <laughs> this is the God the God damn podcast. What's going on with us today? What's the up Good with Times this Podcast? Intro? Yes, and it's it's <laughs> probably not Monday, but let's keep saying Monday just for fun and also for confusion for new listeners and people can listen whenever they want exactly exactly and people it's a free do country. people do it's mm-hmm. a it is a free country depending on where you're listening to this that's true <laughs> <laughs> this right here is a free mustadia is a free country oh yeah that's true that's true did you <coughs> did though? you get some coffee in your <laughs> did we did we agree on that to keep mustadia a free country uh, except for that you and me are are deciding everything because i feel like whenever you give people too much freedom mm. they tend to get up to mischief yes true uh, a lot of people have asked me if uh, they can get a house update i was just gonna say yeah. have we even talked about this in ever it was long I... long long ago yeah last year yeah in may june yeah we put an offer on a flat got accepted and was we were really really happy yeah for a while yeah and then things turned very south Yes. Uh, so basically, it took months because the the current owners were really slow with everything and the lawyers were slow. So everything just took months. And then when we finally had agreed, uh, we put in, you know, like you have a survey, the, like a surveyor go to the flat. Like mm. we pay a surveyor to go to the flat and check like, is there mold? Mm. Is there mm. rot? Is mm. there something wrong mm. with this? What, we have what talked about, about this in the podcast. Oh, we have? Yes. Yeah. So we have said that, the survey was so fucked up that we basically just backed yeah. out and said, and like, you, and no usually, deal. The thing is, you usually do a survey as soon, like right after yeah. you put an offer in, but the uh, the the owners were so weird, complicated, complicated to work with. Yeah. So so we took forever before we could even get that, and uh, yeah, we didn't get that. We we we, we backed we, out, we backed out yeah. because it was like you know it was it was falling 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 apart yeah. it wasn't just the surveyor cosmetic. Knocked, knocked it or knocked on the wall and the wall made a hole <laughs> yes i was like <laughs> we were, oh, it was like okay. it, was, it was like a skit yeah it, yeah, it was like yeah, a parody exactly. so lesson learned always pay for the most expensive because here in the uk i'm not sure how it is everywhere else but here in the uk there are different like levels of uh, surveys you can do like you can do like the cheap survey the medium survey or the expensive survey and because this house was so old mm. we were like let's just do the expensive survey so is, there's mm. there are no nasty surprises and yeah. thank god we did yeah. so lesson learned yeah better pay for the expensive survey if you can yeah. but lesson learned that we already had done <laughs> yeah no yeah it, it was it wasn't like learn by your mistake it was no, like no. learn by your success exactly you, know, you can learn by success uh, so well. we started looking again found a flat uh made an offer got, got it, it accepted. accepted and now it's uh we've done the survey yeah survey is like slightly problematic because it's still like a an old house but it feels like much more a whole other thing yes it's just, yeah, yeah. like because the other like in, in this survey, it was like, yeah, you might need to fix this at some point, but it's not urgent. Which yeah, yeah, like, exactly. It's like, oh, it's also... More normal uh, things. Yeah, and it's also a 100-year-old house, which is a lot of the houses in the UK. So Yeah, the uh, houses we're looking at anyway. We yeah, want, exactly. We want that period charm. Yeah. Anyway, so now we're doing but another... But how old is this house that we're living in now? 200. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe exactly. even more. Maybe even more. Yeah. Uh, I think I looked up that it was something 1700 something. It's, I think, it's Georgian. I, I, it's Georgian. Yeah, yeah, but I think I looked up 
when this area was built. Uh, I, I think Don't it was ruin my story. mid-1800s. Don't ruin my story. Yeah. Um, sometime, long time ago. Yeah. Uh, and then we're doing just a follow-up survey because they, we need to check the timber. Yeah. Um, and that's done today. Yeah. Today they're checking the timber. And if it's not like actually this house is falling down, mm. we will move into this new place yeah, sooner exactly. or later yeah. after we have renovated yeah. it. Seems like they have good neighbors as well, so... Yeah, we met the neighbors, they're nice, the area is nice. It's not as magical as that first place. The first place was magical, both the, the flat and the area, the street. Mm. So I feel a little bit bad that we saw that one first and fell in love with it. Because oh, well, I, it makes, I, I, uh, I like this place much better. Why? I like this place much why? better, but the view was better on the last one. And the street, the area, I mean the whole... Well, the area now is also fantastic. So. Yeah, but not as fantastic. Mm. But why do you like why do you like this flat better than the other flat? This is it's so much easier to to get around. Yes, but basically. less less charming. Yeah, but it's like I don't I don't want to go I through want crawl charm. spaces too. <laughs> I don't want to crawl if it's charming. I don't mind a cheeky crawl. But uh, the one good best thing about this place is that it has a massive massive loft, completely raw. Yeah. It's just but, like, how big was it? Like 80 square meters? 800 so, square foot? Uh, they have a, but I mean, a it's mass, like slanted mass, ceiling, so it's like you can walk out into the yeah. edges. So, so a massive loft, which has the possibility of being converted into, into more many space. Rooms. Like into many rooms. So, more rooms, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. But obviously, that's a gigantic yes, cost future, yeah. as well. So, in so, the future, sometimes. But fun to but know it's potential. that it's there. Yes. Yeah, it's good to have the potential of it. Um, but we will start by just doing the... the <laughs> The regular renovation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, so that's fun. What was I going to say? That's, no. a, that's a huge project this year. I mean, if not yes. the timber guy today finds something super nasty, we will get it. Yeah. And it's it's as, uh, daunting as hell. Because I feel like now, sure, we're just renting now, which mm. is always a hassle. But um, it's also so comfortable living here. Like it's it's extremely comfortable to like be in a place where we don't have to renovate, we don't have to contact contractors and come up with like we just sit here and work. Yeah. Like, but every work. time there's a problem here, I'm still the one fixing it. Yes, I'm having it comfortably. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you do you know what I mean? Like, I, I might uh, as well fix it for myself than fix it for a landlord. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's like it we it's it's been possible for us to just sit and work here. We've been able to concentrate. We don't have to. Yeah. It's not like a the how the 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 renting the flat in itself is not a project. It's mm. not taking up a lot of time. And already now, just like starting looking into renovation, oh, it takes so much time, and you have to learn so many things. And mm. it's just like I'm I'm just like so scared of like moving in when it's not completely done yet, and we have to like listen to all the like trying to work while someone is banging like I. Mm. How is this gonna work? Yeah, I'm really. Let's let's hope that they can get it as mm. like done as possible before we even mm. move in. Any recommendations on builders? Please let us know. Or just like nice floors or bathroom stuff or whatever. Just recommendations for whatever. Yeah. If you've ever renovated uh, a house, we we never talked about our trip to Sweden. Oh yeah, that we, was in December. Yeah, we went to Sweden in December, uh, and uh, that was cold. That was very cold. And One of the coldest. I, I don't think we've been ever since we moved out from Sweden. I don't think we've had a cold winter like that. 
No, and and I I shot like four houses there for yeah. for my channel in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere, many of them, not every all of them, uh, and it, that was pretty fantastic. But uh, yeah, it, when when we got to Sweden, it was like minus fifteen yeah. for like a week, and I even went north from where we were. Yeah. So uh, like minus twenty. Yeah. When 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 I. Uh, when I went uh, to the first house, uh, mm-hmm. which you can see on my channel, uh, the high loft and the south loft in uh, northern Sweden, um, it was basically, you know, it's a four hour drive and I have limited time to shoot this house. Because, because of daylight hours. Because d- daylight, basically. Because yeah, the, sun, the sun sets at 2.30. Yeah. And before that... It's basically just twilight. But it's like a perpetual golden hour. So it's quite magical. It looks quite magical. Yeah, if the sun is up. When yeah. the sun isn't up, it's like... It's dusky it's, and yeah, dark. Yeah, uh, but, but it, w- it was kind of interesting going there because it's like... It was it was a big project because first I needed to drive like four hours. And when I get there, I had to go to a hotel to pick up the keys and then go to the house. So I had to drive up this road that is never used yeah. uh, except for the odd hiker so it's like it's not plowed really uh and when i park the car and then i have to hike up to the house with Mm. all my stuff so i got like a ton of stuff how nervous were you by then were you like what the fuck have i got myself into did you freak out i I, I wasn't nervous but i was uh you know stressed because Mm. it's like i i don't have a lot of time yeah and this is taking a lot of time yeah, basically but yeah. i'm i'm a good planner at least and uh, as soon as You're i open cool cucumber david yes, like i parked the car as soon as i open the door mm-hmm. from the car and i'm about to step out there's this giant paw print in the snow outside the car <gasps> and i've been scaring you i've been like david when you're up there you have to like talk and sing all the time because if you don't talk and sing, you can surprise a bear. And like, if you surprise a bear, it will probably kill you. So like, you have to, if you're outside by yourself, talk and sing to yourself all the time. Yeah. So I, it already like freaked you out a little bit, I think. Yeah. And it's it's also... I don't even think they're all bears there. I think they're more in the west of Sweden. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there's wolves, bears, and uh, lynx. Yeah. Wolverines. Bobcats. Wolverines. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Are they there? Hope not. I'm not sure. I, if I mean, I don't think the place you were, it wasn't that, like, was it that rustic? Was it that, like... M- well, it's just forests. Mountains. It's, yeah, it's just well, forests yeah. and mountains. So I bet, so, I, yes. I bet they're all there. <laughs> it's just when I think about bears and, and wolverine, I think about west of Sweden for some reason. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so I, I uh, get out the car and I'm like, giant paw print. I'm saying to myself, it's probably a lynx. Yeah, I don't, I'm not yeah. sure why you want it to be a lynx. It's much better if it's a wolf. Than a lynx. Is it? <laughs> I, you know, I would prefer a wolf any day of the week. Yeah, a wolf, you can just say like, goof, and what, it will just what, like uh, run away. Uh, a lynx is a giant cat. It's it's uh, a, a smaller mountain lion. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a small cat, hmm. but it's ferocious. Well, it's it's, it's a big cat. It's a, it's it's a big, small it's lion. It's big for a cat, <laughs> yeah. but it's small for a big cat. Yeah, so it's quite small, but it's ferocious and also it jumps on you. You can jump on you and like bite okay. your neck. So I said, it's better that it's that, I thought, but apparently You know it's not. what you should be scared of in Sweden <laughs> yeah. is bear yeah. and uh, wild boar. Those mm. are the two, I think I, I think those are the two most dangerous ones. Then mm. moose, mm. 
then probably Lynx, mm. then probably Wolverine and Wolf. I have never heard of mm. in the history of Sweden a single human being being killed by a wolf. No, probably not. Maybe an infant. Yeah. But otherwise, like I once saw a Wolverine chase off six wolves from a like a dead animal mm. that they were eating. Like they're they're, they're scaredy poos. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I'm lugging all my stuff up to the cabin. Did you listen? Did you listen for like? No, I couldn't listen to anything. It was like it, you know, it is it is completely quiet. It's minus fifteen degrees. There's I'm I'm walking through snow because it's not like hard snow. plowed basically. Like and the hard snow, like the crunchy. Yeah, crunchy snow. So I'm very loud, and mm-hmm. I I have you know all the bags and everything so it's like i'm getting really tired because it's straight up yeah um and then when i get to the to to the cabin it's you know it's like i have three hours to shoot it because i'm like i am not uh i'm not walking down the mountain (laughs) after dark so it's, it's 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 like i i have to get off yeah quickly and there's two houses to shoot and you know it's uh, I have to do the audio where I'm standing in front of the camera. That setup takes a while uh, because I'm doing it by myself. And then I have to shoot both houses inside and outside. I have to do it with the phone as well to get something for Instagram and stuff like that. Uh, so it's video, photos and everything. And then drone as well on top of that. So it's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. People should hire me. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm I'm just saying people should appreciate in, in, you David in three hours mm. I do what a production company would do in a week yeah, basically two weeks by myself two weeks like uh, and do, you don't need catering you're not fuffed about M&M's you just like do, you just do it and get out do you, do you remember when you did an ad for Ikea Oof, in our yeah. home in Berlin that was crazy and they were uh, 15 people yeah exactly they, they, were, they were probably uh, yes, including us and stuff. So maybe as well. twelve so, from them. Yeah, I, I think I think it was like six people from the production team that produced this commercial, mm-hmm. and then six or seven people that were just standing around. That, yeah, that was like just IKEA Hanging people out. that were part yeah. of the some whatever also they and, said like just so you know we're gonna bring a lot of stuff and whatever, but don't worry, we will clean up everything, so we will leave your flat exactly as we. Uh, as we arrive yeah that did not happen they're like by the way we're in a little bit of a rush so we're just gonna we're just gonna go now and then you just left and we were like wait what and then we looked through the apartment it's like stuff everywhere dirt everywhere it was just like okay thank you now we have two hours of cleaning to do yeah but it was um it was interesting to see how they work because this is basically you know a 20 second ad or something it's not an ad it's you know, they, they produce some like sort feature. of feature yeah. uh, that they can post on on different channels, basically. Mm. Uh, so it's not an ad where Jenny's like, oh, look at this. Jenny's talking about her life, not yeah. on Ikea furniture or yeah, anything nothing like at that. All, no. yeah. uh, so, and it's like, you, you know, the, the director, the cinematographer is there, audio people. And, you know, it takes, it takes forever yeah. to set up a shot. Yeah. It's like... You, you know, oh, I, I was they're crazy. like, they're just putting up the camera and they're like, they're discussing and they're discussing with us. And then and they, they bring it down, pick it yeah, up again. Like, yeah, no, the, the light isn't good here. Let yeah, me move it over there. Pick yeah. everything down, pick everything up again. And, oh. and it's so weird to see it when it's like, well, we can throw a, a 10 minute video together 
that's uh, ten times better in, yeah, in, actually, in yeah, half the it amount was... of time, or and with one or two people, basically. Instead I mean, of, the, the, uh, you're, you're heavily people. bragging now, but you're not wrong. You're actually no, not no, wrong. No, yeah, but but it's like. Uh, it's because we have a system for it. Yeah, I think, and, and, because we do it so like uh, because sometimes if you if you look at production companies uh, or like people who do one really good short film or something every mm. year, three years, yeah, yeah, they don't have the same amount of like they don't have the workflow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just uh, the workflow is like efficiency uh, of it. If you hire like uh, a YouTuber that has done. 300 videos within the last three years instead of a production crew of 14 people or yeah. 12 or that, whatever and it was. they have never worked that, together that, before that, so they don't, yeah, don't exactly. know each other's workflow that, that also and those 12 people they also have other editors they're not the one that's editing yeah. it at the end either so yeah. uh, and they that director might have done you know 20 commercials yeah you know over Six Five years. years. Yeah, uh, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Like, uh, and, you know, so we have a totally different workflow. We, like, we just throw, you can throw something together. Yeah. I, I can do that video in three hours yeah. with all those components. Yeah. A production By crew, yourself. A production crew would have two people doing the droning yeah. for three days. And probably. then someone else editing it <laughs> as well. Yes, exactly. So... You should brag, David. You are amazing at this. And I feel like when people watch <laughs> your videos, they don't understand the hassle. I think like, I don't think like because people the, the, even notice that it's a drone. Like you don't even think about it if you're not, you know, like, I don't think that if you're not like into videography or whatever, or photography, maybe you don't even like realize, oh, this probably takes a drone. Do you know what uh, I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's also, um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, I don't remember. Yeah. No. Anyway, good job. Meanwhile, <laughs> in south of Sweden, <laughs> yeah. when Davis was fighting off lynxes and worrying about bears and yeah. singing to yourself in the darkness, mm. hiking up mountains, I was by myself yeah. in a cottage or in a house in the middle of the forest as mm. well. But I was not alone. No. I had Torsten, the cat, and Tira, the dog. And uh, so we were three mm. of them. But I still, I'm, I'm a quite scared person. I'm scared mm. of stuff. Mm. And I thought, how is, how am I gonna sleep by myself? Like you know, if if you if you not if you haven't been out into like real real countryside, you don't know how dark it actually can get. Like the the darkness there is just like it's it's perfect. It's compact. It's total. Like you. You, you you can't see anything at all. Yeah. And that's when you, you think about like watching Scream when you were 12 and turning on the patio light. We were talking about yeah. that last week. And if week. it's and uh, cloudy, you don't that. get to even the moon, the moon yeah. or anything. So I was really wor worried. Like, how am I just going to be up all night? Yeah. So, but I had a strategy. Mm. I called my best friend, mm. shut it for a bit. Then I had a huge glass of wine. Mm. And then I crawled up in the bed. The cat on my feet the dog beside me on the floor and I just solved crossword puzzles and I fell asleep in 15 minutes. Slept like a, like a baby the whole mm. night. I had the cat on my feet the whole night, the dog in the room the whole night. Yeah, because after I shot that house, I drove uh, for another two hours to the next house that I was going to shoot the day after and I got to stay overnight there. Yeah. Um, so you also stayed overnight in, the, in a forest in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But you had people around you. Uh, like the hosts oh the, yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly the... it was a 
you know, it was like one of those really cute, tiny, tiny villages of, you know, I don't know how many people. 20 houses? Yeah, yeah, 20 yeah. houses or something like that. All of Very them in, in, in red. Yeah, in, the uh, red square, old timey Swedish. Yeah, oh my exactly. God, so it, it was really beautiful. And I, on the way there, when, when I'm driving, it's like when I first start driving, you, can, you see like how cold it is outside yeah. when, when I drive from one cabin to the, to the next uh, over those couple of hours. And it's like, it's pitch black, even though it's like, you know, 3.30 or something. And it is, I, when I start, it's like minus 15. And then it just like starts climbing down to, I think uh, at one point it was like minus 26 outside. Ooh. And it's like, you know, you no, can't, you, you can't even be outside then. And I then, mean, then like, when, I, when I arrived, it was like minus 17 or something like that. But I had like minus 16, minus 18 when I was alone with the dog and the cat. Mm. So when I was walking the dog, the, the amount of layers, I mean, I, I looked like the, the Michelin, the Bibimbum, you know, the marshmallow man. Yeah. Um, like I couldn't like bring my arms down to my yeah. body because I had so much clothes on, mm. which actually meant that I wasn't cold except for like face and where you breathe. And that's just like it's painful. Mm. And and the dog isn't wearing anything except its fur. Yeah, <laughs> it's she like, was yeah, fine. fine. Yeah, she she her paws were a little bit like she got like snow stuck in her paws all the time. You had to yeah. like dig it out, but yeah. otherwise she was fine. Um, I mean, I had a dog golden retriever when I was growing up, and and she would like when it was like minus fifteen, minus twenty, mm. she would swim like yeah. in the lake and then just walk <laughs> home all wet like for thirty minutes. <laughs> And not cat at all. Yeah. Like that's fur. That's yeah. that's a that is fur. That's insulation. Um, yeah. But would, uh, would you ever swim in uh in one of those ice holes on the lake? Um, like in Sweden, there's a thing where you like when there's ice on the lake, you carve like a big square, and then people sit in the sauna and get really warm. Yeah, and then, and then they, they run, in. jump uh, in the lake, that, and that's then one jump of those, up again. That's one of those things for me that I'm like, oh, I don't need to do that. Like, there, there, there's, Why? No, there's really no reason. Why experience? It's undangerous. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, but it's, it's kind like, of undangerous. You know, of course, an experience, but it's like, I'd rather do something else. <laughs> you know. Fair enough. But I don't like the sauna, so for me, that's not a... But I, I've never done that, but I have done the thing where, like, a friend had a sauna in her, like, garage. You know, people, mm. sometimes in Sweden, people, like, in the 70s, people started building mm. saunas everywhere. So mm. she had one of those saunas, and we would mm. sauna and then run out and roll in the snow mm. that was actually really nice yeah if, I liked if, it. if you noticed if you had a friend with a sauna when you were a kid you were like they've got money i had a sauna mm. but we used it as the we had a sauna but it was only used as the washing room for clothes and if you had a friend with a tv that was bigger than 30 uh, inches that was also money also if you had like a friend who had cable tv instead of one of those discs Discs? Parabol. Oh. The satellite disc. Yeah. I, if you had cable, that, yeah. I mean. You, I lived in, in Stockholm, so. So you had, yeah, cable. had cable. But, <laughs> but like in where I lived, in like more middle Sweden, yeah. it's like everyone with a house, they had the disc. No yeah, one you had, had cable. To, you had to, yeah, exactly. It was a different thing. That, but I still didn't. Uh, we got cable like late 80s, but I think that was when they introduced it. That's but when we got also, it. Also, do you remember people who had uh, the sandwich grill? Yeah. Th that was also like. Ooh. Well, we had one. And of course, we because you had bougie. all of this. Like you, you were, you were, you, didn't, you don't come from like a rich family at all, but you still had all the gadgets. 
Like, yeah. did you, did I you guess, just like, have to buy it five years after it comes out? Yeah, like on sale or whatever. <laughs> you, you're such a gadget family. I, I, we never had any gadgets when I grew up. You know no. what we used for a sandwich grill when I was growing up? Your family up? is the opposite of gadgets. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I was born into minimalism from yes. a very early age. Do you know what we used instead of the sandwich grill? No. We used a waffle iron. <laughs> and you know what? Mm. The waffle iron is the better sandwich grill. Mm. Because it squeezes it completely tight mm. and makes a very, very crunchy grilled sandwich. Oh. It's much nicer. I made that for you. Yeah, you did. Isn't it? Doesn't it beat the sandwich grill? Probably does. I yeah. didn't eat we many used, sandwich We used the waffle sandwiches. grill. We used the waffle grill for sandwiches so much. And, you know, you have to, like, really squeeze it shut to be able to shut it because mm. it's not supposed to have something that yeah. wide in it. We actually broke the hinges in the back mm. because we use it so much as a sandwich grill. Jesus Christ. The hard days, you know? Hard days. Yeah. I'm really in the mood for a grilled one now. Oh. Are you going to have that for lunch? Tomato paste. Mustard. Like, Dijon mustard. Yeah. Uh, olives and cheese. And that's it. And oregano. Oh, that's that's a nice one. Mm, I, uh, what else did we do in Sweden? That's what we did. I, I shopped four houses. We went to, we went to Stockholm for a week as well. Yeah. And we stayed in Södermalm in Stockholm, which is like the kind of hipstery area. Yeah. Oh my God. People decorate so nicely. Like we just want, look, look into the windows and like people in the area, they yeah. really know how to make their homes and cr so Christmassy yeah. and so beautiful and Ah, oh, such inspiration. And in, in, in Sweden, we also, uh, the tradition is that you put, uh, what is it advent, called? Uh, advent candle holder, sort of. Yeah, like, but an electric one in the window. Yeah. So people put those in every window. Or so like, it's like shining stars hanging. Yeah, exactly. Like so lamps. it's like. Every window in is decorated. every window you have to decorate it. Yeah. Kind of. and, so uh, you just walk down the street and everywhere it's yeah. just like tasteful, gorgeous, Christmassy. Yeah. Here in London, like no one puts anything in the window except for the Christmas tree. Uh, so you see a Christmas tree here and there. Otherwise yeah. it's just black windows. That's not Christmassy. Yeah, that's true. Except yeah. for the person we can see from here that had like some blinking lights in all colors. Oh, yeah. Just hanging out from the window. Not, it's, even, it's, not like, even put up properly. No, exactly. It's like, like someone opened a window and like hanged yeah. it out. It just looks really weird. And it's like, you know, on the sixth floor. So yeah. it's like, and the rest of the building, nothing. It's just like, on the sixth this floor, just really, just there like was a little bit strange looking. Yeah. It was very yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. It was very fun. Um, um, Do you want Christmas again? Uh, of course. Uh, I right always now. want Christmas. Are no, you not, now? not right now, but soon. A big thank you to Nordgreen for sponsoring us this week. Yes, thank you to Nordgreen. Love is in the air and what better way to celebrate Valentine's Day than with a special gift from one of our favorite watch brands, Nordgreen. Or why not get matching watches? Like, the two like of we us. did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nordgreen has gift bundles that are already 20% off and our listeners can now get another 15% on top of that Ooh. when using our code. We'll leave links and code below for you to use. Nordgreen's vision is to pioneer inspirational Scandinavian design and to use their business to inspire awareness and action about the challenges facing the planet. 
The Nord Green packaging is made of recycled paper and plastic bottles and is designed to use as little material as possible. That's amazing. They also have a giving back program where customers can choose one of the three causes they support, which is either two months of clean water for a family in Central African Republic, one month of education to a child in India, or preserving 50 square meters of rainforest in Latin America. They have so far provided 64,000 months of clean water to households, 33,000 months of education to children, and preserved 900,000 square meters of rainforest last year. How impressive is that? That's really good. Also, another important thing to discuss, the aesthetics. Yes. Uh, I mean, we chose to do like the full-on matching uh, uh, watches. Yes. Uh, we went for a black vegan uh, leather band. Yeah. And for the watch face, we went for the same size, which is the larger size. Yeah. And you can also choose which color you want your watch face to be. You can go with blue or white or like we did, full-on black. So now we have the, the black band and the black watch yes. face. Black on black on black. And also, I love how bespoke it is because you can choose exactly which kind type of band you want. Mm. If you want vegan leather or if, if you want a chain or mm. what you want. But you can also choose the size of the watch face, the color, the, what the type color of, of watch the watch face as well. What type of uh, yeah. different models and also the color of the actual metal around the watch yeah. face. So it's fully bespoke and the, um, rich, uh, the wristbands click off super easily. So you can like get different wristbands for each face. Yeah, that's perfect. But I mean, yeah. Look at these. We got the best ones. I'm so, this is the, we, we actually have saved to use them. So we're going to use them for the first time on Valentine's. That's like great. matching outfits, all black everything with these watches. That's going to be great. I can't wait. So go get your beautiful Nord Green watch. Use the link below and use the code MUSTARDS for 15% off. We'll leave the links below for you to check out. Amazing stuff. Thank yes. you so much to Nord Green. Yes, thank you. Did they have to make a, 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 a mini-series, a documentary mini-series on the brand Von Dutch? I mean, from, they make, from the they early make documentary 2000s. series about like, uh, smaller stuff. Uh, yeah, but it's like, did they have to do that? No. no. Did I watch everything? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do like uh, document documentary series on everything. It's like... And it's all good quality. It's like, since it's become like so popular and so cheap to make kind of, it's like they do it on every topic. What's your favorite then? uh, All the ones you've seen? I have no idea. Something, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, But it's always like, almost, it's like, nowadays it's mostly like is it a good topic and like for example von dutch you don't have to hear about that for three hours definitely not but it Uh, sounded like from what you were saying that it wasn't just like about a brand it was all the intrigue and crime and stuff as well yeah exactly with murders and everything Um, and you should then they really shouldn't have made it because then it's entertainment yeah yeah uh well yeah um i like documentary series <laughs> oh yeah we, we, we've been looking for a new video editor and for my youtube channel yeah and and we put up these I'd, ads on like you know those job hunting sites yeah yeah it's it's great but it's like uh, for someone that creates their own material all the time it's really hard to find someone that can create this it, it can be a great editor but 
it's hard for them to create the same yeah. thing that you're creating. Yeah. Like, Unless I, they already have the same kind of style. Yeah, it's yeah. like we have found some great ones in the past. Mm. Um, but it's hard. That, it's that, very we, hard. that we work with. Mm. Uh, but then things come in between and, and they you know might get a you know full-time job or, or go into moving to another country yeah. it's like any anything really so um i i remember one uh swedish youtuber she was like i've had i've tried you know 30 editors and Just didn't she's, work out. she's like i can't you know it's hard it's hard yeah. to get someone to do exactly the the content that you want kind yeah of. uh but i i found it i find it funny how how women and men uh how they approach this uh, all right when when when, okay. when they're when, they looking, when they're applying for a job so it's like every time we put out one of those ads it's you know on the biggest sites uh for job hunting uh we have also asked followers if they know someone before mm-hmm. as well it's, that's gone well as well mm-hmm. uh but i uh, on this site every time we put something up you get 500 applications Mm. so you have to like quickly sort through you can't read all of them it's fucking impossible of course uh but so so you have a signpost like you're looking for things that you're looking for do you know what i mean like oh yeah yeah yeah. and warning signals as well yeah exactly but it's so funny how like women say like oh yeah great oh i really want to help you with your channel stuff like that Mm -hmm. i'm really great and stuff Mm -hmm. like yeah normal Mm. like or i'm trying to some of people are really like almost putting themselves down i'm really trying to get better i want some a chance in the industry and stuff like that really really sweet Mm -hmm. uh men Mm -hmm. it's it's it's, do i even want to know it's very common that they say i can help you build your channel oh They they always say build your channel like like it's like it's already built man <laughs> yeah exactly just maintain it for fuck's sake it just needs maintenance it's just one of those things that's like only oh. guys say and i've and, seen that i've seen like a, because obviously they come to our email and you yeah, deal yeah. with them but I've, I've seen a few men saying stuff like i really think i can improve your channel yes yeah they, I have, they say i have many ideas for how you can be better yeah and like stuff like that and it's yeah. just like that, that's 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 what guys say because like uh that's what you learn from if you look online and how should i apply for this job yeah then you should say oh i have ideas ideas are great like i have you know i like your style i like your videos and i have some ideas uh, that i would love to try you know that you can say that in a humble way yeah but this is this is always like they're nagging me they're nagging me right there was one one guy once i I think i already talked about this uh obviously i don't read all of them so i there might be skim, even more yeah, like yeah. like this. I don't even have time to skim. But there was one I read that was like really like saying everything that was wrong with the video and the podcast as well. Whoa. And it's like, you know, like, this is bad. You should change this. Oh, I can help. And, and it was like the dumbest advice <sighs> ever. He was just like thinking that he was like what kind really of, what kind cool. What kind of advice was it then? What, what was the... And you know, he had zero experience, <laughs> of course. Because I'm always like, if they wanna, if these men want to help me build my channel on YouTube, where is their, you know, 10 million follower <laughs> channel on YouTube to compare with? Yeah. Like if they have 200 followers on YouTube, how are they going to help build mine? Yeah. Do you and know it, what I mean? It's like, it's, it's just... It's, it's just, so rude. It's, it, but it's, it's just in the phrasing how like... But I'm wondering women like... Women say, 
oh, I want to help you with your channel. Yeah. I want to uh, like. I have ideas. I, I have, I have ideas. Know. I, I like. I, th I think I, I. I think I fit with what your you're style. creating. Yeah. Always. That's I, what you I, want. I understand your style. Yeah. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Well, guys say. I know how we can how we can change this. Yeah. Because it's like we don't want to change it. <laughs> yeah. It's like we all we already we already have an audience. Please yeah, exactly. don't change this it. This is what we're doing. We're, we're it's like I can help you build your but channel. But we've, we've noticed this as well before when we've had like chats, like talking to you know potential uh, editors. Mm -hmm. Like one warning sign for me is if someone says that like, um, yeah. Like I, I have a really strong style myself and I know what I like and because it's like, yeah, but this job isn't, a, isn't about like building something from scratch that you put your mark on. It's, it's a job where it's like you adapting as much, much, much as you can into the style that already exists so that it's seamless. Yeah. Like we're not, we're not looking to change. Like yeah, I don't yeah. want to change my Yeah, uh, yeah my exactly. Channel. It's like if, if we're looking for that, we will, we will say, okay, we're looking for a change in branding yeah, or whatever it yeah. is. Like, uh, you know. But if we're like, do you want to edit the videos? And I sh because I'm like, you know, I, now on YouTube, I have like 460,000 something followers. At what point can, can, you know, like, can I say like, actually, I don't want to build it anymore? Like, at what point is it already fully grown? Yeah, but, but it's... Like, what uh, does it take? For us, it's been years of it's... Yeah, but I mean, from. like now, I don't really feel like, oh, I have to reach a million. You know, I don't really have oh, yeah, that. Yeah. No, but, that, but like, it, I feel like 460,000, you know, I'm good. That, I don't that, need to grow. That, like, I'm that fine. happens with every YouTuber yeah. like that we've known or seen online. That it's like, you know, first you're like all about like growing and, and yeah, getting to, to a certain point. And then after a while, we're like, okay, now I want to try this. Now I want to do this. Yeah. Now it's uh, not all about growth. And yeah. it's like, you know, I got other projects as well and stuff. Yeah, and it's uh, more about like, at some point, actually being happy with what you've done mm -hmm. instead of only trying to like top yourself. I, I remember another thing, not about hiring people, but I remember in the beginning of our channel, we could meet random men that oh, had yeah. ideas for our channel that's like true. you know that's true when we when we when we maybe were around a hundred thousand followers yeah. uh, the people that had never watched a youtube video. watched a youtube video yeah. never worked in media never held a camera in their life but they were like oh maybe maybe i can tell you how to yeah. improve your channel yeah. like people that we met you know yeah, not not, not for or, business or anything like yeah. that it was just like people were like yeah i think someone's boyfriend it's always someone's, it's always boyfriend. someone's boyfriend where <laughs> are all these boyfriends where did they come from and how yeah. do they manage and to get like, great girlfriends so, so, so what do you you do uh i'm you know yeah, something or other I work in nothing to do with yeah exactly. like yeah no, I, I know it's uh <laughs> you know advice is great but not unsolicited like but I'm, I know I'm, I'm quite bad at this as well because I also give unsolicited advice to people. I mean, that's kind of my well, career. No, that's not unsolicited. <laughs> people come to your channel. Well, for, I do, but I advice. do it. I do it unsolicited as well. It's just, it's in my, it's, I think it's, don't, don't I? I feel like that's like in I, my backbone. I, don't know I always, what you're I always, about. when I'm like, oh, what about if we do this? I'm a problem. I'm such a problem solver. I, if someone has a problem, I always want to solve it. Yeah. That's not charming. Yeah. It's not charming. But we didn't say that we had a problem. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Solve it. Yeah, like I don't see, I don't really see how my channel is a problem. I'm very happy with it. 
It's, can I say that? I'm just like, I'm very pleased. I there, think it's a great channel. There, it does there, what it's supposed to do. Like, there, there, I'm, there I'm, was, I'm pleased with it. There was someone the other day that uh, that applied and I answered and asked uh, about uh, rates and stuff like that because we're only hiring like a freelancer mm-hmm. uh, that makes videos. And, and this person came back with like the most hesitant email ever with like, it, it it really felt like I, I wanted to tell this person, like, this is not how you write this second email. Yeah. There's 500 applicants. You can't be... You I'm know, sure. It, yeah. it, it, was, it was really like, you know, half sentences. And oh, like, really? And it was like, yeah, I don't know about that. Maybe I could... Um, and right. you know like really like unsure about but everything you, and it's like oh I would never then? hire you <laughs> like, but how would you have reacted then if that person say like you know I'm not sure how what to like what rate to give you because this is the first time no no it wasn't about the rate no, no but was, if, if someone did say that yeah like how would you have reacted to an email where someone said like you tell me my rate I don't want to tell you my rate uh, because they haven't well, had we, a job we, like that we get a ton of those uh, and you you think that's totally like cool? Yeah, if, if because it can be a really talented person that's straight out of university. Yeah, or like has their own YouTube channel and has never done like editing for anyone else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it, because there's so many talented people out there that don't work full time as video editors because it's really hard to get yeah. a job as a video editor. Yeah, and um, and they say they're like, I I don't know what. Right, That's I should nice. charge. I like that. But then I usually say, uh, all the applicants we have charge between that and that, mm-hmm. and uh, like so, does anything like that fit you? Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you also get. <sighs> this is also guys, but but <laughs> but it's it's like you know straight out of university, no experience, no experience. You've <laughs> never done anything, yeah, and you charge as much as a person that works at a production company no like a film production company like you know that like editing uh you know marvel movies basically no not really but but like you know the highest rate for a freelance video editor that's what they're charging when they're out of uni and it it's probably they they probably say that because someone told them this, just, is what, yeah. this is this yeah they read on some website this is how much they earn mm. so they, they say that or someone said always start high but the problem and is like and, 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 no but like, no if, that's if bad I, advice because the problem is like if you're a freelancer the, the the only thing you have is your talent and your experience mm. and if you have talent but go w- way in too high before you have any experience that means that you will never get an experience because no one will hire you which means that you will never have a portfolio to show like you will never have a show reel better like first few jobs go in like medium to low mm. get the job work really really hard create amazing videos get experience and mm. then you start putting up your rate yeah exactly that. like you, because... you, you if you if you rate yourself high with no experience you won't get a job like yeah. why would it's anyone like, hire that uh, because like uh, of course, I'm against unpaid interns. Yeah. Of course, but uh, you, you are you against you, the interns? No. <laughs> <laughs> but like a paid a paid intern won't get as much money as a junior in the company, and then if you're a junior, you will become a senior after that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and it's the same if you're a freelancer. Yeah, you, you have you to start. You can't now. start at the top, unfortunately. No. Like when we started this business, we made nothing. Yeah. We'd for made a long time. Nothing. For years, yeah. and and it's, it's it's like you you have to work up to it. Yeah. And in the beginning, 
uh, when you start making money, you get a tiny bit, yeah, tiny bit, and then maybe more and maybe more. Yeah. And it's like you have to show them this is what I can do. Yeah, yeah. It's all about having some, like actually having the stuff, like actually have like prove yourself by having the stuff, and you only get the stuff by you know working, working a lot. It takes a lot of hours to yeah. to like. And trying to get into video editing, like I said, five hundred people always apply to make you know one video per week yeah, for you or yeah. something and it's like you know i know it's crazy. So, so it's like there's a lot of applicants there's not a lot of uh jobs yeah basically and so i think like yeah everyone wants the, to be a video editor that's fun like it's, it's fun but also i think like what you need you you need a lot of hours like you just like if you really want to make it you you can have a social life for like three years you just have to sit at home and edit because like we notice even if someone has talent if they don't have efficiency workflow like experience they they can't do it like they won't yeah. have enough time to finish because a video because it's it take it, like it takes so long to just get into like not having issues do you know what i mean like not having oh, yeah, technical yeah. issues not having like oh like you you put in, in front oh. of a new problem and you're like oh i don't know the yeah. program well enough to actually solve this problem yeah. it takes like oh my forever. god my premiere pro crashes all the time yeah, well, like or... well all of a sudden the sound goes weird what do i do now like if you have hours and hours and hours of playing around mm. you will know what to do like mm. you can't apply for a job before you have that like basic workflow down because we've noticed like and it what, doesn't work otherwise and you know what i did i did a thousand youtube tutorials on everything about editing yeah to learn how to do it yeah and then you experimented with my channel yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. so and that worked out so well yeah. <laughs> but i wonder how many hours you've actually edited me too for that matter i also did it's like yeah. it takes a takes a yeah yeah because i uh, there's a lot of you know uh, people that are straight out of uni that apply and then they're like uh, they're like I don't have a show reel but these are the videos I've done mm-hmm. and it's like it's uni projects that like three videos yeah. yeah that don't say anything about, about anything or, basically yeah. uh, and like because I remember in the beginning I did you know a bunch of like weird after effect things and, and weird editing like just to like learn mm. and like you know oh I, I can show this off yeah uh, but that means like if you don't have like a huge passion interest for it why would you ever sit down and do that instead of hanging out with friends or you know getting drunk or watching tv like i feel like yeah, this every is, job isn't for everyone yeah mm. and like i think that when it comes to creative jobs there's so many people who want them there's so little money involved that like if you don't absolutely love it and absolutely want to spend even your free time mm. doing it then why no because i feel the same with like writing that like you know i read 100 books per year if i didn't do that i wouldn't be able to to write i i really believe that like mm. you have to put in the hours yeah of course um, and if you don't absolutely love that and choose to do that yeah. on you know friday night mm. <laughs> which you know I, I i love to do yeah i so i think it's sometimes it's like people want creative jobs because it is more fun than having a non-creative job mm. well like uh i've talked about this a bunch of times but like when i went to uni and we did short films at uni Mm -hmm. and i was like this is so boring i don't think the film industry is for me because it's just standing around 
nothing's happening yeah. it's so slow and it's like I 10 people do one person's job yeah exactly I'm like this is not working for me yeah. so but what we're doing now instead works for me when it's because like you have all the control and you do all the work yeah, yeah but even when you decide it's like you know it's it's a very small team kind of efficient and quick that's how we that's how we do it exactly but um I was gonna say and, but uh, what I want to say to to the people that want to become video editors and are applying for for jobs mm-hmm. and you don't have any experience or anything the good thing about video editing is that you can create experience for yourself yeah. you can go out with your mobile phone and shoot something you know shoot a couple of clips put it together with music and text you know just work for, with text work a lot with yeah, text but, but also like just for uh an instagram reel yeah and upload that and you know when you send it to me i will see oh this person understands yeah. this person it's like not for us it's just like this person understands how to edit to music and maybe with some text and yeah. stuff and it's like this person has tried something but i think like one thing that that almost no one talks about when it comes to creative jobs in general mm. is about like you, we say like oh you need practice you need to practice you need skills you need to do tutorials you need to do all that but one thing that that like you almost never hear about is just like consumption like if you want to be a youtube editor you need to watch youtube like all the time because if you don't know what it's supposed to look like and like by osmosis kind of get it into mm. your the back of your mind you don't know like the tempo when do you cut how do you cut when mm. do you do transition when don't you do transition how much text how like if you're going to put in a photo how long does it stay for all of those things sound very basic but if you don't actually consume the type of material that you want to create you will be off yeah like a person that edits blockbuster movies yeah is probably a great editor then of course mm. but if we gave them our material it would probably be of course that person could probably figure yeah, it yeah. out but it's like I, you, you understand the yeah. analogy that it's like yeah it's 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 a different format yeah. it's like like you have to consume your own genre yeah whatever because, it is that because you're doing. sometimes when we are uh doing you know something for instagram reels or something for tiktok or whatever i'm like i don't know yeah I'm, I'm, i've never done this so it's like it takes me a while to Adjust put it to together new, yeah, yeah. basically and uh, yeah no, I think that's true. Like you should always consume what you want to create yeah. um, and create small, create short videos. Yeah, just on your phone to show that that I mean, you like, have some sort of passion. Speaking of writing again, like how if you look at how much I'm reading and how much time I spend writing, mm. just like whatever stuff, mm. sh- like short fiction or whatever, like how much money have I made on my writing? If you don't count, like you know, writing for you know, a blog or YouTube mm. or something like that. But if you look at actually writing fiction, mm. how much time have, have I spent writing fiction and how much money have I gotten for that? Yeah. You've spent a lot of time and And I've spent a lot money. of money because I've also <laughs> bought so many fucking books, you know? Exactly. And so much time. And I, I, haven't, I haven't received a single pound for that. Yeah. And it doesn't make me the least bit sad or impatient just because I love it. Otherwise... Mm. I wouldn't do it. It's just like, even if I never receive any money from fiction, I still really believe I'm going to keep doing it because it's my favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Except for you, babe. I'm your favorite thing. How much money have I received on you? I'm just spending and spending on you. How much have I received back? 
the first few years know. you supported both of us yeah so I did, when i was building this so. <laughs> that's true that's true. you you were like an angel investor you invested money in me and hoped to someday get it back oh yeah and you did my god you, you sure didn't did. leave me i have paid back every penny and then yeah. some yeah that makes me feel good on the on the other hand mm -hmm. the editors that uh, reach out to us and have nothing to show or anything mm -hmm. uh maybe it's not their passion yeah maybe it's just like oh i i studied film and media on it at uni and maybe maybe i can be, i want to be a runner and then mm -hmm. something else so and that's also you can also do it that way yeah, yeah. because like the freelancer the freelancer gig like, that's a, that's a hard job the, the, the thing is when i look at these editors that send reels and everything their show reels and everything mm -hmm. uh the bar isn't high. Yeah. The bar is like that. I just see some sort of like, you know, uh, that they have created something. It doesn't have to be spectacular. Yeah. It can base, just like yeah, but phone, normal basic text, edit to music or something. YouTube like, style. Oh, this person actually understands. If yeah. you if you send a short film that you've done at uni with two people sitting down at a table talking to each other. That means nothing to us. Unfortunately, it doesn't mean yeah. anything to me. You have to do something that looks like the type of medium that you want to... So if you're going to apply for like a YouTube editor then, for example, just make a short little snippet. Like it can just be a mm. one minute clip of like, this is something I edited together. You can even steal the material. Mm. I wouldn't mind if you actually download one of my videos and re-edit it mm. and send it back to me. Mm. Like, do the, that. You don't have to film anything. Yeah, Just there, there steal was, it. There was one uh, uh, person that sent something to me today. And I was like, yeah, I'm blown away. Great. Really? Yeah. Maybe, Ooh, maybe, maybe this isn't then? the person for us. Who knows? But it was just like, they did, uh, basically, they, they put a bit of your video in the beginning of their own showreel. All right. So they put your video, just something you said, mm -hmm. like a quote, uh -huh. and then, and this is a, a person that knows you at all. Uh -huh. This is just a, a, a random person. Mm -hmm. And then they had some text like, here's the show reel for you, mustards, or something like that. All right. And Cute. then the show reel came. And I was like, got my, att my attention, yeah. definitely, because that's more than anyone has to yeah. do. But it was just like, yeah, I think that just it. showing a little bit of effort. Mm like that goes a long long way yeah. even if you're not expert on it just showing that you're willing to work hard like that's like you know work hard have a bit of fun yeah you, because i think you see someone's passion even if it's not executed yeah. perfectly if you see someone's passion and see that someone wants mm. to work at it and and you know show you something with that they have experimented with a bit that goes a long way and we also always work towards deadlines and uh long deadlines so we're usually way ahead of it just yeah. just to have it done early but if you're editing for us the first time and you're three days late yeah, it's not with, yeah, with the edit yeah, it's, it's like it can't be done. Because you you like can do have, a good have, job, but but, but we have sponsors, I can't, we have I can't, contracts. We can't. Like, yeah, I can't this. trust. I can't trust no, you then no, if, no, if no. you're three three days late with always with, uh, be with something. three days early if you're you're applying for something. Yes. <laughs> if you think you will be done by Tuesday, say that we will have it on Friday and then send it to us on Tuesday yeah. or Wednesday or whatever. Exactly. But like, because then I don't think, be late the first job. time. Yeah, don't be late the first time. Don't I think that all of this, what we're saying, like, should be obvious if you're looking for a job. Should, should we? Should we uh, Is this like, you know, 
straight out of uni um, pep talk with Jenny and David. Like, this is how you apply for work. Yeah. Don't be Especially late. Especially a job like this. Positive. Of course, when when I applied at a supermarket, it's like... Can you imagine that when you apply for a supermarket, if you in the initial email say like, these are all the things you're doing wrong. <laughs> this is how I will revolutionize, how I will build your yeah. brand for you. Yeah. I will build your supermarket. Yeah. Like, it's already there. Because like, uh, if, if a video editor is... Uh, you know applying for a job for to edit a video for coca-cola for example mm-hmm. they might say i know how to make this great yeah because look at the earlier commercials i've done mm-hmm. uh but something so personal as a youtube channel i know how to build your youtube channel no, <laughs> don't build it yeah. i don't want to i don't want to build it i just want to i just want it as it is it's already good enough <laughs> And it's nice to be able to say that because that's not like my usual temperament to yeah. be like, it doesn't have to grow. It's fine as it is. Yeah. We don't have to reinvent. I focus on other things as well, you know. Yeah, it's like, I, I'm I'm never like that. So to get into this point with my YouTube channel to say like, mm. you know what? I'm actually pleased with it. Mm. Where it's gone, where it is at now. Like, wow. Is this, is this it? Is this me becoming an adult? Maybe it is. Have I grown up? I think so. Wow. Big, anyway, big moment. Big moment. I think it's time to end this podcast. Mm-hmm. We'll be back whenever. We'll see. Yeah, guys. Thank you so much for listening today. Yes. Um, hope you have a good few weeks. Yes. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs>